I'd like to um, I'd like to get you to open your Bibles this morning, this afternoon. So used to uh, having morning service to Psalm fifty-seven, and uh, there's some interesting insights that we'll find in this psalm. Psalm 57. It's an interesting psalm, this one, because uh, this psalm was written uh, by David, but not only like written by David, but it was written when David was in a cave hiding from King Saul. And so David took some time out from being chased by his enemy or someone that wanted to get him and he took some time out to have a rest in this cave and we find out that as we read through these uh, 11 verses that... Whilst David was in this cave, hiding from King Saul, he begins to have this dialogue with God. Quite interesting. David begins in verse 1, Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I'll take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God most high, to God who vindicates me. He sends me from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Verse 6. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake, my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Pretty interesting psalm. And a pretty interesting um, time of prayer and worship that David has with God. And I want to talk to you today about making God your king. Making God king of your life. David made God king of his life. And we'll talk a bit more about that. But even when David became a king, 
He didn't think that he was very high, although to be a king is to be sovereign. It's the highest position in the land. But even when David became king, he still would seek the wise counsel of God. But one of the things that we must do in our life is to find purpose. And we can only find purpose for our life through God. And whatever your position is in life, or whatever you are doing in your life now, I want to ask you this question. Does it benefit the kingdom? Whatever you're doing in your life now, does it benefit the kingdom of God? From God's perspective... His attitude towards mankind is based on faithfulness and love. That's where God comes from. He comes from the angle of faithfulness and love. And just like us sometimes, this psalmist was worried about a disaster and until the disaster had passed, he wanted to hide in the shelter of God's wings. Christians, folks, come in all shapes and sizes. Christians come in different levels of maturity. And we all have a level of dependence upon God. Some folk will handle a particular disaster better or different than other people. And every believer's area of strength will be different to someone else's. My area of strength is different to Helen's or Dennis's or Joy or or we're all believers, but our areas of strength will always be different. And this psalm was written by King David. And although he was a king, he was not afraid to call upon God in times of need. And as earth dwellers, we have questions sometimes that only God can answer. We can go to people with these questions, but they don't know the answers to these questions. And that was the same with David. He had this situation that nobody else could handle that situation apart from God. And I think if it's good enough for David to call on God in his time of need, folks, you know what I'm going to say. It's good enough for us to also call on God. Same God, different time. We're talking about 3,000 years ago. But same God. We have the same or similar situations as David. And God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And that means that what we read in scriptures, although it might be millennia old it's still relevant it is still relevant to mankind this psalm begins with David crying out for mercy and he's being pursued and he's called on God's mercy because of his troubled soul but David David Sharp He knows his answer will come from heaven. But where are you in all of this? 
Do you find that sometimes your attitude towards others is, is based on the same as God's attitude towards others? We know how God feels about people, don't we? God has a desire that every person would come to know him personally. So, is your life based on love and faithfulness? Are you one to solve your own problems or do you call out to God to help you in your problem areas? Now, I really like that God gives us the option to have our purpose fulfilled in and through him. But do you know what your purpose is in Christ? Are you reaching your full potential as a Christian? And I think that's a really good answer, a really good question that we need to to ponder about and find the answer. Are you reaching your full potential as a Christian? And in one sense, I don't think any of us really do in, in, in a particular way because we can go out on a limb, we can go out in an attitude of faithfulness and we can complete the mission and perform the ministry that God has asked us to do. But then we've learnt, we've grown, we've matured and then all of a sudden our potential is even greater than what it was before. But yes, we should be working towards fulfilling our potential as Christians. And sometimes we struggle because we tend to think that God, God's thinking is a bit like our thinking. And we put God into like a human-shaped box. But when we do that, we run into trouble. In verses 4, 5 and 6, we see that the psalmist had fallen into great distress, but he requests that God's glory be over all the earth. And even though David's going through this struggle, he's asking God to bless all inhabitants of the earth. He is going beyond his own problems and issues and now he's beginning to intercede for all the people of the earth. In verse 6 we find that the very act of aggression that David's enemies were levelling at him was the very thing that overcame them. We can see it in the end of verse 6 that um, they dug a pit. Uh, Where are we? They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. It suggests that when we give God control of our lives, sometimes the very things that people put before us to bring us down as Christians becomes their own entrapment. And this can give us confidence in God. His protection is not only there for us, not only is God's protection there for us, but God himself is there for us. And it doesn't matter what our situation is, God is always there and always there for us. Remember, 
that God's way of thinking is different to ours. And the way that God solves problems and issues is on a supernatural level as opposed to our human level. And I'm not saying we get it wrong all the time. And sometimes we do get it right. And sometimes we do see situations through the eyes of God. But then we've been born into a sinful environment. And we can't escape that. But our relationship with God helps us to overcome that to a greater degree. But sometimes because of this sinful environment that we live in, our thinking becomes a little bit sidetracked sometimes. Or we take control of a situation on our own and, and close the door on God. We need to yield to God and become more reliant on him and less reliant on our own cleverness. David says in verse 7 that his heart is steadfast. Is your heart steadfast? Are you rock solid for God? Is he your passion? Is he your waking moment? Was for David. Interestingly enough, David has a history of God's power working in his life. And I don't know about each of you, if you have a history of God's power working in your life. But as a boy, David was chosen by God to be king. He had the experience with the lion and the bear where God delivered them into his hands. And then what about the big fella, Goliath? You see, David had this history of God that was based on God delivering him from the hand of the enemy time and time and time again. David's history with God was so intense that even in the bad times, David's faith was very strong. The result of a rock-solid faith, folks, is total satisfaction and peace. It really is. David wasn't stressing for a way to deal with his enemies. He gave the issue to God and then he relaxed into praise and worship, knowing that God would deliver. This had been his past experience. Why should he change now? Can you believe that David was up before dawn making music and singing his heart out to God? This is the stuff that relationships are made of, folks. Believing, hoping, trusting in God, who has been consistent in delivering David from danger throughout his past. If this was your experience, wouldn't you do the same? I'm sure each one of us would. Hang on a minute. This can be our experience. And as a result, I'm sure praise would not be far from our lips. The only way that we can have a history with God like King David 
is to totally trust and depend on God in every circumstance, every circumstance that comes our way. We must allow God to be the answer and not try to work it out ourselves. We must find our purpose in life. And we can only find our purpose in life through God. Eastern religion, meditation, whatever, they just don't cut the mustard. They won't get you into heaven. It's only through the saving relationship with Jesus Christ that you can get your name in God's book. And if your name's not in the book, it's a sad story. When we require protection from our persecutors, we must seek God for that protection and then allow God to protect us and not use our own humanistic thinking. As your relationship in God continues to develop, you'll find yourself giving God your heart through praise and worship. I want to ask you today, how is your history with God? When David was chosen by God, he set out to honour God in his life. You also have God in your life when you became born again. So now we have to also set out to honour God in our lives. We know from history that David fell from grace big time. And it's nothing new, is it? And we all have the potential to fall from grace, just like David did. And some Christians have, some haven't. But we all go through temptations and struggles. But David was big enough to admit his sin to God and get on with his life. And although he had to live with the consequences of that sin, we too must come to God in our hour of shame and repent and start again. The thing I understand is this. It's the first verse in the Bible and it says so much. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That means that every single thing apart from God was created. That means God is above the creation. God is above the created things. Now, God didn't create sin, but he did create Lucifer. And that was his name. That was Satan's name when he was in heaven. His name was Lucifer. It means light. And Lucifer chose to sin. And God cannot tolerate sin. And so he was thrown out of heaven. But God is greater than the creation. That means any problem that arises within God's creation can be solved by God. And I reckon that makes the Christian life very, very plausible. Whatever your situation is, 
God can handle it. God can fix it. God can fix the problem because he's bigger. He is at the top of the ladder. God is at the top of the tree. You know, God is on the throne. God's glory should be closer to our hearts than any interests of our own. And whatever God performs concerning his people, it will have been performed for their benefit. By faith and prayer, let us therefore take refuge in him in every time that pressure comes to our lives. Take a lesson from this psalm, folks. Renew and deepen your relationship with God and make him king of your life. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast sermon. You can find more great messages like this on the Anchor podcast app and also on the Wattle City Church Facebook page. Thanks so much for listening and God bless you.